God is glorious in his saints. Welcome to the Christian Saints Podcast. My name is Dr. Darren Ong, recording from Sepang in Malaysia. In this podcast, we explore the lives of the Christian saints from the Anglican, Roman Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox traditions. Today, we commemorate St. Helen of Constantinople, mother of St. Constantine the Great, and discoverer of the True Cross. St. Helen was born in Bithynia, a province in the Greek-speaking part of the Roman Empire that today is in northern Turkey. Her son, Constantine, rose to become the Roman Emperor Constantine the Great, who established Christianity as the official religion of the empire, ending many centuries of persecutions against the Christian faith. Let us read a short account of her early life, written by the British historian A.R. Burley. Helen, later known as Flavia Julia Helena Augusta, mother of Constantine the Great, was credited after her death with having discovered the fragments of the cross and the tomb in which Jesus was buried at Golgotha. Helen was born at Drepanum in Bithynia, later renamed after her Helenopolis, about the year 250. Of humble origin, Helen was employed as a stabularia, which might be rendered as a barmaid or the like. She became the wife, or perhaps the concubine, of a soldier of Balkan origin named Flavius Constantius, to whom she bore one child, a son named Constantine. On February the 27th, probably in the year 272, at Nisus or Nis, Constantius became an officer and then governor of Dalmatia, before being appointed Praetorian Prefect by the Emperor Maximian in about AD 289. On the 1st of March 293, Constantius was raised to the rank of Caesar, that is, Deputy Emperor, and was obliged to divorce or set aside Helen, in order to marry Maximian's daughter, Theodora. Thereafter, Helen disappears from view for many years. She reappears after Constantine had become emperor in the West and had taken control of Rome. There, she was presented with the Caesarium, an imperial palace outside the city walls. She devoted some attention to this building, having its baths restored on a lavish scale, and giving it a new water supply with its own aqueduct, subsequently named Aqua Augustea. Constantine's biographer, Bishop Eusebius of Caesarea, reports that she was converted to Christianity by her son. 
she received the title Most Noble Lady, that is, Nobilissima Femina, at latest in AD 318, and coins with her name and this title, and her portrait, were struck in modest quantities. Shortly after Constantine gained control of the whole empire in AD 324, Helen, together with Constantine's wife's foster, were raised to the rank of Augusta. St. Helen is also known for making a pilgrimage to Jerusalem on a quest to find the true cross where Jesus Christ was crucified. She succeeds after receiving a miracle that enabled her to identify which cross was the correct one. Let us read an account of St. Helen's finding of the true cross from Reverend Alban Butler's Lives of the Saints. She embraced Christianity late in life, but her incomparable faith and piety greatly influenced her son Constantine, the first Christian emperor, and served to kindle a holy zeal in the hearts of the Roman people. Forgetful of her high dignity, she delighted to assist at the divine office amid the poor, and by her alms deeds showed herself a mother to the indigent and distressed. In her 80th year, she made a pilgrimage to Jerusalem with the ardent desire of discovering the cross on which our blessed Redeemer suffered. After many labors, three crosses were found on Mount Calvary, together with the nails and the inscription recorded by the evangelists. It still remained to identify the true cross of our Lord. By the advice of the bishop Macarius, the tree were applied successively to a woman afflicted with an incurable disease, and no sooner had the third touched her than she arose perfectly healed. The pious empress, transported with joy, built a most glorious church on Mount Calvary to receive the precious relic, sending portions of it to Rome and Constantinople where they were solemnly exposed to the adoration of the faithful. In the year 312, Constantine found himself attacked by Maxentius with vastly superior forces, and the very existence of his empire threatened. In this crisis, he bethought him of the crucified Christian god whom his mother Helena worshipped, and kneeling down, prayed God to reveal himself and give him the victory. Suddenly at noonday, a cross of fire was seen by his army in the calm and cloudless sky, and beneath it the words, In hoc signo vinces, through this sign thou shalt conquer. By divine command, Constantine made a standard like the cross he had seen, which was borne at the head of his troops. And under this Christian ensign, they marched against the enemy and obtained a complete victory. Shortly after, Helen herself returned to Rome, where she expired in the year 328.
St. Helen's motherhood and influence over her son played a large role in the history of the church and of the Roman Empire. In fact, in the Eastern Orthodox calendar, Saints Constantine and Helen are celebrated together on the 21st of May. Many stories of the saints and many stories from church history speak of the important role of a pious mother, and in this way, godly women were able to exert a lot of positive influence, even in times when society was very patriarchal. This sermon by the Greek Archbishop Elpidophorus of America speaks of the mother-son relationship between Saints Helen and Constantine and compares her with the Virgin Mary. This sermon was on the feast day of Saints Constantine and Helen in 2021 at the Saints Constantine and Helen Greek Orthodox Church in New York. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Christ is risen. Today we celebrate a mother and her son, an image and a true icon of the Panagia and our Lord. Today we celebrate how the love of a mother shaped the son she bore and turned his life from the kingdoms of this world to the kingdom of God. Today we celebrate how faith transformed an empire from the oppressor of truth to its ultimate witness. Today we celebrate the equals to the apostles, Constantine and Helen. Your celestial patrons are the most marvelous exemplars of how faith can bend history to the arc of righteousness. It is a fact that it was St. Helen's commitment to the gospel that prepared her son, the great Constantine, for his role in history. Like the Holy Virgin Mary, who was never truly the wife of Joseph, she was only his betrothed. Saint Helen was never the wife of Constantine's father, the Caesar Constantius. Constantius was one of the four who ruled the Roman Empire in the system known as the Tetrarchy, which consisted of two emperors, each called an Augustus, with one in west and one in the east and two junior emperors, each called a Caesar. In the days of Constantine's father's power, the most mighty Augustus was Diocletian, who was a great persecutor of Christians. Under the reign of Diocletian, great martyrs like Saint Demetrius the Merstreamer and Saint George the Trophy Bearer gave their final witness to our Lord Jesus Christ. You can imagine how difficult it was to be a Christian in the upper echelons of the empire, much less to be the son of one of the four Tetrarchs. Yet the young Constantine was much more the son of his mother than of his father. An attentive and loving mother is always a powerful influence in the life of any child. Saint Helen bravely lived and confessed her Christian faith openly and gave an example of real courage to her son, the future one and only emperor of Rome, both of the West and of the East. For it was her son who would establish the new Rome, the city of Constantine, or Constantinople as we know it, 
at the ancient Greek town of Byzantium, flanked by the Bosphorus, the Sea of Marmara, and the Golden Horn. Therefore, we should never underestimate the power of our mothers, just as we should never underestimate the role of our Panagia with her only begotten son. The prayers of our mothers and grandmothers are strong and steady, and by their intercessions many children are saved. For the Christian, every day is Mother's Day, because we always have the Theotokos, Mary. And surrounding the Theotokos are saints like the Holy Helen. She strengthened her son to become an earthly ruler and to imitate the Pantocrator of all, our God who reigns in heaven. Long before Saint Constantine convened the first ecumenical council in Nicaea, which gave to us the symbol of our faith, the creed that we recite every Sunday, he used his military victories to put an end to Christian persecution throughout the empire. From the city of Milan in modern Italy, Saint Constantine issued the famous Edict of Milan, which legalized Christianity throughout the empire and ended the persecutions. He did this just months after his decisive victory at the Milvian Bridge in Rome, where he overcame all opponents by the fiery words he saw in the night sky. By this sign, you will conquer. This was nothing less than a miraculous turnaround for the church, one that was just as much unexpected as it was welcome. And it was due to these two saints, both mother and son, whom we celebrate today. Therefore, my beloved in the Lord, let us praise their names, Constantine and Helen, and give thanks to Almighty God that He inspired them to perform wondrous acts for the Church, from which we continue to benefit today, 1700 years later. By their holy intercessions, may we all be saved, and may our Mother Church of Constantinople ever thrive and succeed in her economical mission of love, leadership, and the sanctification of the world. share another reflection, funnily enough also from a church named St. Helen, located in New York. This reflection is by Father Thomas Derivan of the St. Helena Catholic Church in the Bronx. He reflects on the difficulties that St. Helen had to endure, and indeed she had to endure many. She was born from a humble background, had to endure abandonment by her husband, see her son struggle in a war. Even her quest to find the true cross was arduous and difficult. Her example reminds us to persevere in what God calls us to do, even when times are hard. Let us hear from this reflection by Father Thomas Derivan. Every parish has a special feast day. Our parish feast day is celebrated on September the 14th, the Feast of the Triumph of the Holy Cross. On this feast day, Christians throughout the world honour the cross of Jesus, the cross on which he died for our salvation. 
But on this feast day, we here, the people of this parish, honour also the one who found the cross on the hill of Calvary, our holy patroness Saint Helen. Helen, the mother of Emperor Constantine, went with her son's soldiers to Jerusalem. Her mission? To find the buried cross of Christ, the cross that had been buried on the hill of Calvary for 300 years. Helen's soldiers dug on the hill, and they found three crosses, one belonging to Jesus, the other to the two thieves, but each unmarked. Helen put her trust in the Lord to give her a sign. There was a crippled woman there, and Helen touched each of the crosses to the woman. When she touched the true cross of Jesus, the woman was cured. We are blessed to have a relic or piece of that holy cross in our church, in the reliquary over the statue of St. Helen. It was given to our founding pastor, our beloved Monsignor Arthur Scanlon, by then Archbishop, later Cardinal Francis Spellman, when our parish was established in 1940. What a beautiful feast day we have. This feast celebrates the cross, and it celebrates St. Helen, finder of the cross. It celebrates St. Helen's faith, her determination, her trust in God. She was an old woman in her 80s when she took upon herself her mission to find the true cross. This old woman defied the world with the youthfulness of her love of Christ. The great British writer Evelyn Waugh wrote about our patroness and mentions many things about St. Helen. But I draw your attention to these special words. What we can learn from Helen is something about the workings of God, that he wants a different thing from each of us, laborious or easy, conspicuous or quite private, but something which only we can do, and for which we were each created. Those words deserve our careful reflection. St. Helen did not have a charmed life. Her life was filled with turmoil, rejection and pain. St. Helen experienced heartache in her marriage. She was married to a Roman general, Constantius Chlorus, and loved him and their son Constantine dearly. But then she was divorced by her husband, so that he could marry a princess to further his political ambitions. Yet St. Helen persevered, both in her devotion to her son Constantine and to her faith in the Lord Jesus. And the Lord gave her a task to accomplish. To paraphrase Evelyn Waugh's words, it was something which only she could do and for which she was created, namely finding the cross of Jesus on the hill of Calvary. If Helen had given up, if she had given in to her troubles, then she would not have accomplished the task for which she was created. Simply put, God needed St. Helen to disclose his cross to the world. How marvelous that the Lord needed this 80-year-old woman to reveal the cross of our salvation. The lesson for us is clear. We too must accept the trials of our lives, knowing that somehow God will accomplish his plan through us. All we have to do is put our lives in his hands, whatever problems we are facing, and let him do the rest. May we all learn that lesson from our patron saint on this parish feast day. May Saint Helen, who found the cross of Jesus, 
help us on our journey of life, to find our purpose on earth, and then one day to find our path to heaven. Saint Helen, finder of the cross, pray for us. There are many different days in the church calendar when St. Helen and her finding of the true cross are celebrated. St. Helen herself is celebrated on August the 18th in the Roman Catholic Church, and the Eastern Orthodox Church celebrates her together with her son Constantine on May the 21st. The Anglicans also celebrate St. Helen on May the 21st. There are also separate feast days to commemorate her finding of the true cross. For the Eastern Orthodox, the finding of the true cross is celebrated on March the 6th. Roman Catholics, Eastern Orthodox and Anglicans also celebrate the feast of the exaltation of the cross on September the 14th, which is a major feast day. This feast day partially commemorates St. Helen's finding of the cross as well. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Christian Saints Podcast. Look for the Christian Saints Podcast page on Facebook or Instagram, or find us on Twitter at podcast underscore saints. All music in this episode was composed by my good friend, James John Mox of Generative Sounds. Please check out his music at generativesoundsjjm.bandcamp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider giving us a 5-star rating on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use, so more people can find the Christian Saints podcast and be blessed by these stories of God's saints. Let us end with this prayer. Holy and blessed Saint Helen, with the anguish and devotion with which you sought the cross of Christ. I plead that you give me God's grace to suffer in patience and labours of this life, so that through them and through your intercession and protection, I will be able to seek and carry the cross which God has placed upon me, so that I can serve him in this life and enjoy his glory ever after. Amen. Thank you.